Moving right along. You ready to get started? I am. I'm just looking at that. This uh, ginormous presentation? Uh, it was a long night last night. I mean, not really, because the meeting started at 6, so we were home at 7.30. It, was it wasn't bad. It wasn't All right. Bad. So this is, what, episode three? Three. Of Mundelein Minute, and it is April 20th. We're sitting down to discuss finance the meeting. finance committee meeting. Um, yeah, we, we just finished recording episode two, which is talking about Thornton's. Um, but you may not have heard that, so I'm just going to throw in a few of our little disclaimers, disclaimers that we throw into uh, probably now all of our episodes. The crazy noise in the background is <laughs> two cats, is going two at cats it. fighting. Uh, they like to run around the house and fight, so that's happening. There's three cats total. There's also a bird and some kids and a three wife kids upstairs. and a wife. There's a lot going uh, on in the Schwank household. Right, squeaky, squeaky floors. So, you know, sorry if it bothers you. That's why we have microphones close to us, but um, these cats are still, like going at it right I now. Still hear these cats playing. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get some video to add into this. Seriously, because they are like, Rawr. yeah, get that's em. crazy. Get them. Anyways, anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the 2022 fiscal year 2022. Wasn't that weird hearing budget. that out loud? 2022. Yeah, oh. but you know what was actually nice to hear. That we're ending the year with a surplus hey, for the first time a in good eight years. Year that was a good thing to say. A good thing. Ray Semple said something last night, and he was like, "It's a good way to go out." Right. With a budget surplus. And with I was a budget like, surplus. A million you, dollar Ray. budget surplus that we're putting back into our reserve, uh, which has been kind of drawn down the last few years. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, we Full also... disclosure: Trusty Schwenk chairs this committee, so he's probably going to do a lot of the talking, and I'm just going to go. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. And I'm not going to go um, slide for slide through, let's see, I think there was 60 slides. There's 39 pages in this um, packet. I'm just going to highlight some of the, um, the important parts of the budget. There's definitely a lot of, of good things that, that we moved forward last year, keeping businesses moving during the pandemic. The Park Street closure was, um, was big. The fiscal year surplus was huge. The construction of the public works and engineering facility was huge. There's just, there was a lot of good that, that came out of this last year, even though it was a kind of a crazy, a pretty dark year. Yeah, a really dark year. Yeah. Yeah. We also hired a new village administrator, which changed our entire budgeting presentation last night. Um, yeah. And then we also talked about a new system that'll be coming to the village. I'm so pumped for that. For the ERP system, which I is going to change the entire budgeting process again. But not only that, it changes budgeting process, but it also changes like a lot of interface we do with the public. And I think it just... And huge oh, transparency. It's going to be go so far. So right. it's cool. So we set out this last year to create a new comprehensive plan. And that plan is published. It's on the village website. I will put a link either above or below the video, depending on what platform you're watching this on. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be around. And we'll, we'll, we'll link to that document as well as this entire presentation is, is on the, the village's website as well. So we ended the year, like we said, let me find this slide, with a million dollars surplus. And a lot of that was thanks to the federal government and part of the American COVID relief. The American Rescue yep, Plan. The American yeah. Rescue Plan. We got 1.3 million in additional funds. And we're slated to get 1.9 million in additional funds in the next fiscal year. We 
took that into consideration, but it's not in our budgeting numbers. Because we don't have the money in hand, right? right? Like I felt like that was so smart to not. We're not relying upon money that we are told we're going to get from the federal government, but that we don't actually have in place. So I'm saying like counting your chickens before they hatch. Correct. Yes, exactly. So the fiscal year budget, we are ending right about $27 million and we are budgeting 28 eight for the next year. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, that's, that's right. The, oh, I'm sorry. That's the fiscal year projected end. What? Hold yeah, on. Th- we're ending the year of 2021 at 28.8. We're going to start next year at roughly the same. Correct. 28 million. Yes. There we go. I was on the wrong page. So we are projecting just under our last year's budget. Um, the numbers are a little... I don't want to say skewed because they're not skewed, they're but not they're they there's some money, like we said, the the additional money from the federal government in the grant section that shows, um, you know, makes our our number for this fiscal year a little bit larger than previous years. Yeah, right, exactly. Fair. And then we also are looking at the next fiscal year of twenty eight million dollars, but we don't have that money included. So some items that we are looking at. I should also just point out, let me go back a page. There is a slide. Is it one? Oh, yeah, this was a good slide. Are you going to talk about the personnel slide? The personnel slide. Yeah, so there's a slide in this presentation, which obviously we can link to this presentation. Sure. But there's a slide in it that shows costs by department, right? And it breaks them out. And basically our costs are – the majority of our costs are within what um, Eric Gunther calls the big three, police, fire, public works. But within those – and Within, within the, all of our departments, seventy percent of our costs are associated with personnel. So that's like pretty telling, right? I thought that was Correct. super interesting. Correct. So moving on to the budget, we looked at some of the cost savings we talked about in our first episode, the early retirements, and the early retirements are saving two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars in this next fiscal year. Um, Three-year savings of half a million dollars and five years out we're looking at close to a million dollars in savings for the employees that took the um, early retirement program and i think um eric pointed out last not you eric eric gunther pointed out um that most of those were just kind of middle management middle supervisor roles that were that have that chose to retire and they probably won't be backfilled unless there's a need so um, you know, the plan is with these people retiring that they're not, that we're not going to see a service level decrease or anything like that. So. Correct. So our, yeah. our overall total budget for the, the next year, including capital improvements, um, we went from 63.6 million last year to 57.5 million this year. And the corporate budget, the corporate fund did increase by 1 million and other funds are down. Um, water and sewer mainly is is the large one that's down. Why? And that is simply the Western Slopes um, subdivision drainage project. Which should be wrapping up. Which should be wrapping up. And those um, those funds are being paid out this year. Well, some of them, I believe, will be. We paid out majority of them last year. Yeah. And that will wrap up that project. But because we budgeted so much for that last year, um, that, that number was much higher. So uh, some yeah. items that are not in the budget, I think, are are huge. So we have been looking at a, a number of items for the, the last uh, Some of these years. items have been a long time. Like this police station parking lot expansion, that's been going on for 
15, 16 years. Correct. This is more like a wish list of what we would do if we had 100% funding, I think, for all of them. Right. Um, and slowly but surely, I think we'll eventually like chip away at what we need done. But that's just an opinion. So some items that didn't make it, LED streetlights, um, lakefront park. So the park that's off of um, Allenson and 45. 45. We'll talk more about that later. I want to talk. I want to address that a little bit. But So that's just, it's not necessarily the full build out of the park. It is shore um, shoreline restoration, um, some, some landscaping, landscaping that's going to add trees there. Right. Um, basically, just like upkeep and maintenance of that. Because right now, I know that when people drive by, and of course, those residents that live on Diamond Lake know what's going on. But um, to me, this is important that, and this is jumping ahead. I'm sorry. I'm that's okay. Thunder, but this is important to me because I think that we need to make sure that we protect our investment and then protect the the lake over there. And, and I think we will do it. It's just not in the budget right now, which that can fluctuate and change as priorities. Okay, we'll talk more about that in a yeah. little bit. Okay. Um, Anyways. But the, there's, there's also one other part is, you know, there was a buffer for some of those residents with those other buildings there. Yeah. And when that buffer came down, they started to have more noise and more views into and, yeah, into their and light, home and light. Yeah. What's it called? Light pollution. Light pollution. Yeah, so. so that's part of the landscaping is to protect and and shield some of that noise, some of that lighting, and yeah. um and the view that that was taken down. So what's in the budget? Some new things this year. We have increased the amount of money going into the street program, um, the big program, which helps businesses throughout town with various. Um, expansions yeah there's a slide on here that talks about the big program so we're allocating one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. but i think in that investment over the past few, few years and you're going to correct me if i'm wrong but we've invested like 200 and change or something and it's spurred development of over two million or something crazy like right. so the roi is vast is what i'm getting at like without nailing the numbers correct but. right because we only put in 50 percent funding up to i want to say a five thousand dollar amount yeah so if the project is ten thousand you know the the business is putting in seventy five hundred of that money, and and that's still additional money that's going to development within the village. Yeah, I like um, this program. I think it's good. It is a good program, and we increased that funding from seventy five thousand in the last fiscal year to 50, I'm sorry, fifty thousand dollars more to one hundred and twenty five thousand yeah. dollars total. So we're completing the Western Slope subdivision and starting the pedestrian bridge overpass. And then the big one this year is the ERP system, which is uh, very exciting. It and is. And this is something it, that yeah. came out of our strategic plan as... Um, Sorry, there's a cat over here. There's a, there's a cat over here, and I hear our kids, of, not our kids, but... <laughs> not our kids. kids. No. Our, I was going to say our elephants upstairs, because that's what it sounds like when they're jumping on these floors. Um, so the, the ERP system is a cloud-based computer system that ties in... Um, several of the village's outdated systems. So we're technically not tying them in. We're moving all yeah. of the data from 4Gov and CityView, which have been used for just various behind the scenes. Do you see the dates when we implemented these? Yeah, so 4Gov <laughs> was in the early 90s and CityView was in 2006. And, and this software isn't even being updated anymore. Yeah. It's not being supported. And it's time to move to something much better they're not like mobile friendly they can't accept online payments i mean the the need for this to change was the, i mean hugely there i think this is going to be a huge uptake right. for the residents it's it's good so there's there's a a 
decent size, a large number that, that goes along with the implementation cost, the first year cost. When you're moving that much data, the historical data, so it's not like there's a, a hard date where it's like, okay, anything new goes here and anything old we finish out here. It, we're moving everything over to these new systems, which, which helps for um, transparency when looking mm -hmm. for past documents for budgeting, yeah. there's there's a lot that goes into that. And it's, it's great that that data is moving over. So while the full recommendation and report hasn't been brought to the trustees, um, they kind of gave us a preview last night that they're they looking at, coming, yeah. yeah, that, that they're, they're going to be asking and that they're looking at OpenGov as the, um, the vendor to utilize to, to move to the ERP mm -hmm. program. And it's going to be, it says $266,300 for the first year cost and then an annual ongoing cost of 85000 to maintain that, that cloud-based system, which allows, you know, like we said, the, the online permitting, online inspection requests. Uh, um, you're going to be able to pay your water bill online. Yeah, pay your wa wa water bill will tie in directly. Um, you'll be able to, our, our staff will be able to, the building department when they're out, everything will be right there on a tablet for them so they're not having to fill out paperwork and then go back and scan that paperwork to upload into an yeah. outdated computer system it's just going to streamline so much more and that $85,000 cost is is actually being offset because we're currently um, paying $74,000 for current financial and permitting software that's the annual ongoing licensing cost for that now outdated software so we're looking at the, the first year cost remaining the same, but ongoing, it's only going to be an additional $11,000 per year to offer much greater uh, flexibility yeah. to Village Hall staff and to the and residents. And I feel like $11,000 will be made up in efficiencies. I mean, that's Absolutely. me speculating, but... That, it, yeah. I think that's a worthy speculation. Yeah. So we'll have more on that coming soon. Um, we moved into the budget after that and looking at which of the budgets were... Going up, going down, staying flat. Can and, we back up why? really quick? Sure. So I think I this is good. Yeah. You know where I'm going. Yep. So this was a huge learning curve for me when I got elected is that budgets for municipal, we call them, we joke around and call it municipal math, are different than corporate budgets. So in municipal world, um, money that is coming in from certain revenue sort, revenue streams is allocated towards certain budgets. So for example, um, motor fuel tax, we get that from the state. It can only be used on roads. Um, so we, we have these like funds and there's funds are dedicated. So I think when we go to the section that you're going to talk about budgets, you have to remember that only certain funds, only certain monies can be used to fund those budgets. And I, that was a huge wait, what to me? You know, I was like, well, can't we just, we have a surplus here. Can't we just put it over here? And you cannot. So you have to use um, money in the right funds. Correct. Yeah. So that, that pretty much sums up what the slide says. It yeah. says, um, the ending says all 20 of the village's funds have unique revenues that are required to be spent on the particular purpose of the fund. Yeah. And, and one that comes to mind that's easy is the tree fund. And yeah. that one is severely underfunded right now. Um, and it's operating in, in a negative, but that is something that is funded by um, developer, impact, developer fees, impact fees. Yes. And it has expenses, but hasn't had the revenues coming in. Yeah. And that is that is one. But we still fuel. we still put money into that fund because we still want trees. 
<laughs> Correct. That fund is used so for like a big example of that is when the ash borer hit and we there was a ton of diseased trees and we had to cut them down and plant new trees. We're not going to just cut parkway trees down and just leave big empty spaces. We're going to replant. And so obviously we have to do that and we take money from the corporate fund then to help that. So Right. So I'm not going to go through each and every department. Um, the majority of them stayed flat. Like I'm looking at the fire department right now. It's five point. Yeah. nine seven and they're going to 5.99 that's personnel cost that's driving that that yeah. small increase um public works is is the same their increases looks like 75 or eighty thousand dollars it there's small amounts the one that i questioned um prior to the meeting was our legal counsel we have historically budgeted 450 475 thousand dollars a year for legal expenses and this covers corporate counsel Oh my gosh, these cats. That cat is mad. This is, this is my house every day. Woo. So the corporate counsel, prosecution, special counsel, yeah. and the last few years, that number has been trending north of 750000 Um in, in one year, at least 600000 it, It's definitely gone over budget. And I asked, well, why don't we just increase that budget and plan accordingly? And what I was told is that we've had a number of expenses recently um, that required additional legal, whether the it's the yeah, TIF district. TIF 4, um, which if you watched last week, we talked about. We did. <laughs> um, so so TIF districts definitely increase, or well, creating a TIF district definitely okay. increases a, a legal budget. There has been some development work in the downtown area. Yeah with the Springbank and the music factory, there was a lot of legal that needed to go into that. And that's why those budgets grew larger than the budgeted amount. But that those numbers, now that that work is done, those numbers are expected to level out. And that's, since I've been elected, has been my biggest like harp, is that I don't want us involved in a bunch of lawsuits. No. So that number going down makes my heart happy. Correct. Me too. <laughs> well, now let's stay out of trouble. Okay? Let's stay out of trouble. Right. Um, street funding was increased this last year, or I'm sorry, for this next fiscal Can year. Can we talk about why we did that really quick? I just want to go back to a point that was made during the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I think it was April of 2020. And I was talking to the mayor and we were trying to figure out like what we could do to make sure that businesses survived and how we could help them and all of the stuff. And we were trying to think of like what we could do. And the EDC was making wellness calls and Steve and I were talking, the mayor and I were talking and I said, you know, in these calls, what has there been any feedback? And, and the feedback was like, yeah, grants help, but you know, we have so many businesses, we'd have to allocate a large sum of money to like help them. You know, what, what is the best way to do this? And, and a lot of businesses said, keep up our roads. So to keep up our roads and make sure that this was a community that had good roads or, you know, like making sure we maintained our roads um, so that businesses would benefit from that. And I thought that was so interesting that that businesses asked for that, like right. in the midst of chaos, they were worried and they wanted to make sure that the look of, t of Mundelein was kept up and that our roads were maintained. So I thought that was huge. Anyways. Yeah. And I, I will throw some uh, screenshots here on the screen of, of what the resurfacing plan for this year looks like. So you can, um, 
yeah. plan accordingly. It, and there's, and there's, you know, everyone's like, well, how do you decide what roads need to be maintained? Right. That's a big question. And I sit on transportation and I ask that too. And public works has a five-year plan and they assess their five-year plan regularly. So if there's roads that are in worse shape that are not, necess- oh my God, these cats are freaking out, man. They don't like us chatting. That's crazy. Um, if there's roads that need to be maintained more urgently than others, then the five-year plan can deviate obviously, but there is a plan Correct. Um, on how they maintain. And that, you know, this goes back to the two types of maintenance for roads, which we've talked about before. Um, re- what is it? Resurfacing and, and rebuilding. And rebuilding. And so there's a plan for both um, for for 2022. And and the cost is oh my god, insane. astronomically different. So resurfacing, I think uh, Gunther mentioned last night you that can it talk was about like, thousands of dollars. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars can get you a lot when it comes to resurfacing, yeah. and the same to rebuild a road and and take it from the concrete all the way up through layers of asphalt on top. You're talking millions of dollars for the same same length of distance. Do you remember when we were in our um, trustee training and they threw out how many miles of of road we have in Mundelein? I don't remember the number, but, but it's, it's big. It's it, like over a hundred miles of road or something crazy. Right. Yeah. And, and one of the things that, that I've learned um, in the past couple of years doing this job is just because the roads in Mundelein doesn't mean that Mundelein maintains it. Yeah. So there's state roads like 45 County County roads like, like Midlothian yeah. uh, Holly yeah. is, is a County road. Yes. And even though you may see, village vehicles driving on it of course right we're not the ones that are going to maintain that asphalt or even plow that snow right and and then you have the neighborhood streets or um some of the the even bigger bigger roads but the majority of the bigger roads are either state or county which yeah that's that's you know always we get emails sorry both of us i just got it my son is at home with a stuffy nose so i was just checking my watch to make sure that my husband and him were alive you know the man cold is strong at our house Ouch. <laughs> I mean, he's four and he's already started to be like, I have the sniffles. And I'm like, you have allergies, my friend. It's okay. So it's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> um, so again, most of the funds are, are pretty stable. One that stood out was the oh, train station parking. The, the coronavirus has definitely impacted Metra, definitely impacted people ridership. People work differently. Yep. There's a lot of people working from home, working in their basements with cats and kids upstairs or you could be like my husband and work flat at our kitchen table right right yeah so we saw a looks like 90 i'm sorry our revenues yeah revenues were down um dramatically since 2020 and it's definitely hurting that fund we'll see you know we project that rebounding slightly i don't think we're ever going to see that rebound fully at least not i would hope so so we can get metro weekend service I mean, 2022 people go back. I mean, my husband said to go back to the office in September. Okay. Praise the Lord. Okay. Most houses are not made for somebody working from home. No, no. Know? It's and definitely something definitely not. that we're seeing in conversations with developers is that they're trying to build spaces into yeah. these new homes, thinking that this may be the new normal. And what does that look like? I hate that term, the new normal. Right. So cliche. Anyways. <laughs> so that kind of wrapped up the, the budget with the funds bringing us to that, that $28 million number. Go to this one. This is good news. Oh, the water and sewer fund. Yeah. So you want to take that one? The, I mean, we're not raising rates on water. The, right. So the board decided last night to keep the water rate the same, which yeah. is, sorry, I'm sure that uh, these, um, in there. these pages are next to the microphone. So sorry. Oh about yeah. That. That's annoying. That is annoying. Gosh, you're the worst. 
That's uh, me. But the water sewer fund, it puts us at like, what was it, $135 per month average use. So yeah, we're we're right towards the bottom of our neighboring communities. That's great. So Wakanda, I don't know what's going there. I mean, I don't want to call out another community, but holy cow, their water bills are high. What's going? What goes on there? I don't want to call out another community, but, but I just did. Sorry. But Wakanda, and sorry. Good <laughs> so lord, our That's rates expensive. Our rates are staying the same for the third third consecutive yep. year. So they're staying at nine point two four for nine hundred. I'm sorry for seven hundred and fifty gallons of water so it's one unit of water i have yet to figure out this this I don't know, science this behind how they whatever. got to it but it, again municipal math <laughs> that that um yeah. a unit of water on your water bill is 750 gallons and that 750 gallons cost you nine dollars and 24 cents so the average water bill in mundelein is 134 dollars which is the same as vernon hills um and the lowest in in the surrounding area yeah libertyville yeah, Ponder the average across Lake County is one hundred and fifty-five dollars. Yeah. Um, one thing that they did bring up is, even though we're not raising the rates, what we've noticed is our fund amount is decreasing because people are not using as much water. Props. Props I mean, that's good, right? right? Low flush toilets are great, but that doesn't support this. This fund, this water and sewer fund, supports all of the water and sewer infrastructure mm -hmm. associated with it. And while we're not selling that amount of water that we once did, that infrastructure is still in place that needs to be maintained. Right. Your fixed costs are the same. Or growing. Or growing and your right. so revenue is going down. That's definitely something that we're going to have to keep an eye on and see where it goes, especially with new developments coming in mm -hmm. and water usage there. Yeah. And if that's enough to offset it or not. And and see in or maybe all those COVID pools that people bought last year will offset it. I'm just correct. I'm just correct. Kidding. It's not enough to offset it. We bought a pool last summer, and I like had a coronary, and I was like, "What is our water bill going to be? Good lord!" And it actually wasn't that bad, so it doesn't really offset it that much. Do you, now you can measure it in units, and how many units it takes to fill it. Um. Well, let's see. It's a. I I feel like it was like six thousand gallons or something. So you could just do the math. Yeah, you can do the math. I'm done now. Okay. We're done talking pools. Uh, the next portion is when we talked about <laughs> the 1.9 million that we are expected to get from the federal government from the, the now Plan. the American Rescue Plan, which is the third COVID bill, correct? I think let's so. go with that. That sounds right. And yeah, I think that's right. But this is the, but the the first two did not have funding for me. I don't think they had funding. One the of them did. The we, second one did. The first yeah. one did not. The second one did, but not to this tune. The third one will. Um, and the reason for this is that... Um, it's and offsetting I was, public safety. Yeah, well, it's offsetting public safety. And we obviously saw our revenues decline slightly because of COVID. People aren't staying at hotels. People aren't driving as much. People aren't spending as... I mean, all of these variables across the board lead to decrease in revenue. So um, to keep municipalities functioning... Correct. The federal government is helping. Correct. And we had a discussion, including the, the new trustees, the trustees. Which elect. I thought that was so good. You yeah. know, like that would props to Gunther for doing that. Like that. Absolutely. Was... It, it, it was one of the frustrating parts of, of becoming yeah. a trustee was sitting there literally two weeks, knowing you won the election two weeks ago and then sitting there going, OK, well, budget's going to be set before budget, you're sworn in. Yeah. My first year, I don't have any say in the budget. Yeah. And and this was an opportunity to include them. And, and we did a couple points throughout the night 
and this was one of them because these are some capital um, expenditures yeah. that they can weigh in on today so that staff has some time to start planning and while we're not you know pulling the trigger if you will to start because we these, don't have that money yet we don't have and that we money won't in pull hand, the trigger until we have that money yeah we can do some things behind the scenes to start that process to move things along when that money arrives in the account. So we're not starting at like ground zero when Correct. scrambling. So. Correct. So we were given a list of 10 or 15 different items, um, anything from building a third fire station with a price tag of $10 million down to entryway improvements and lakefront park and the shore work that needs to be done there at the lower end near 200 to $250,000. Um, we elected with staff's recommendations to allot 1.1 million of the American Rescue Plan funds and put the other $800,000 into our reserves. And a quick note on reserves, our board policy mm -hmm. says we have to maintain 33 to 50%, so four to six months of funding and we were at 33%. Yeah, we were at the bottom end. And now we're going to 40. Yeah. And if this money comes from the federal government, we will be at 43%. So we've taken some steps this last fiscal year and this coming fiscal yeah. year to replenish those reverse, re reserve funds, excuse me, back up to that um, hopefully towards the 50,000 or 50% 50 50 yeah. mark. So the staff recommendations were to add money back into our our vehicle fund we lowered that amount cats almost just like knocked down this like a like little tray that little tray that holds remote controls and stuff yes it would have been a large crash thank you cats <laughs> um so two hundred thousand dollars are going back into the road fund or i'm sorry the uh, vehicle fund well hold on let's talk about why so last year we didn't talk about this but last oh, sure. year we deferred all vehicle purchases so covid hit in march and the bonus of our fiscal year starting in may is that we had covid right like so we knew we planned for right it. we planned for it because we knew it was in existence i think this stopped recording oh it sure did but when we were talking about vehicles and and deferring last year's cost because our fiscal year starts in may starts in may it's bonus right so we deferred our 1 million yeah. in vehicle purchase last year. This year we cut our generally $1 million a year plan for, for purchasing. I think, I think Eric said that everyone gave up a car. Right. So we cut that by $200,000. I think public works um, lost a generator and the fire department lost an SUV and the police department lost a squad car replacement. Yeah. And we had to push those off for another year. So this $200,000 uh, that staff is recommending would fund those vehicle purchases, again, if that American Rescue Plan money comes in. Next is some Park Street enhancements. Um, that was the not the alleyway on Park Street. No. That's on the list as well. We are very, very well aware that, that, that the alleyway, is alleyway between Park Street up north towards Luke's is in some dire need of repair. <laughs> And yeah. that's that's being budgeted for this fiscal year. Again, should those monies come in, Park Street enhancements would be the work that we've proposed. Right, phase like three, phase two and three. Phase two and three, I believe. Yeah. Um, entryway improvements. This is this is all you. <laughs> Why is this me? Um, this it's making is, things pretty. It is making things pretty. Uh, it makes me sound just so like, it's just pretty. No, it's more than that. So it's making sure that the underpasses that when you come in from the north, um, if you look on the west side of, of 45, as you're driving south, 
on 45 is this right yeah i'm so directionally challenged but you're driving south on the west side you have the seminary and the trees are all pretty and it looks very lush and it's gorgeous and then the east side needs some work so i believe you have that backwards no i don't oh i do have it backwards oh sorry driving south the seminary's on the east yeah lock loman's on the west oh my god yes map skills not my strong point Thank God for GPS. So when we got elected, everything is like in street names and east and west. And I'm like, can you please give me landmarks? Because I don't know where that is. But anyways, so making both sides of 45 uniformly look nicer. um, Just because that is... So say, for example, I mean, you're a realtor. And you're driving people into town. Like, what they see when they come in is their perception of the town. So making sure that those look nice. Again, this is, you know... And hopefully we'll be able to get some matching grants like we did for the yeah, South the Ameri- End. for the South End. The American Bloom Grant will match us. I'm hoping that program, I mean, I have high hopes for that program. I want to see it blown out of the water and the community get involved. And this is a finance meeting, but that program should take off. But on the, the other thing that was on there was Lakefront Park, which we talked about again. And I, I that is important to me because I want to replant some trees there. Um, and I want to make sure that that shoreline is stabilized and to the best of our ability. So when this money comes in, those projects, woo, there goes And that, that was the tray. remote tray. Look at like, that cat is pleased with himself. That's right. Cats. So yes. So Lakefront Park is huge for me and I want to make sure that that main, is maintained. So th- when this money comes in, that's what we will be spending it towards. Correct. Right. Cool. Yep. And that's it. Is that the whole end of the presentation? That That is the only thing that I, I failed to mention um or that we didn't hit on rather is the two expiring programs at the end of this month oh yeah. so those are we set them to expire at the end of our fiscal year those are the dining the outdoor dining program mm-hmm. and the utility program yes and these were both designed to help businesses that were struggling or are struggling and needed help with paints and utilities so that was an, an amount of money that was set aside and i want to say 15 or 20 businesses utilize that one? No, I think 14 utilize outdoor grind, dining, and I, it was a big number, 30 maybe. Okay, maybe. but it was a smaller amount of money. But it was a smaller amount of money. It was the, right. the utility grant program. Okay, and we haven't seen any, we haven't seen a lot of interest in the utility program. Um, we are operating under the assumption that those that needed it have used it, and that program will be expiring at the end of April. And yeah. we did allocate, I think we allocated... 50,000 towards the outdoor dining program um, to help businesses buy tables or tents or whatever for outdoor dining. And we've used about 25 or 26,000 of that. And we're allocating another 30,000 for the next fiscal year to help businesses that may need to um, explore that option as either they open now or into the near future yeah and, and, and then the end of COVID, or maybe they, saw, maybe, maybe they saw that it like went well last year and they want to make it more permanent so right. we'll see what happens i mean i think i kind of like eating outside all the time now it's yeah. kind of nice I, so I in the it. summer it's yeah it's kind of nice but it's we'll see how, what that goes oh cat just messed them up Oh my gosh, these cats. I feel like we should just turn the camera and we could talk and you guys could watch these cats fight because it's probably way more entertaining it than probably we, is. we are. <laughs> I hope no one watches this. I hope people just listen to it. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but... Yeah, that's I true. I mean, I listen to podcasts when I do other things like cook dinner and stuff. Yep. So Great anyways. for working out. 
I mean, I get on the Peloton. And... I'm going to tell you, it's a little weird to sit here and think that somebody's listening to us talk while working out, which if you are, good for you. I hope I'm pumping you up. That's right. We need to get more motivational. <laughs> yeah. I hope you are jacked. Max deadlift today, listening to our podcast. Wow. Wow. Power lifter over here. <laughs> I mean, or what do you do? Run? Go Run. fast. Yeah. I don't know. Running, I'll never get. No. Well, that's cool. all we got this week. Yeah. We'll see you next week for another episode. Which is probably just going to be a recap of the village board meeting. Hopefully we get no snow tonight. No snow would be great. And and if you have questions, uh, suggestions, comments, don't like something, want to see more of something, please let us know. Oh, be gentle on the don't like something. That's true. Be I mean, kind. we're people. Yeah, we're people with cats. Or dogs. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye.